Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast that you are currently listening to. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. His name is Lawrence, and he's an idiot. Full disclosure, Lawrence, no one cares. No, I care. Tell us what this podcast is all about. Fuck's sake. Nathan, this is the show where each week we get together to discuss something in the realm of pop culture. It could be a movie, it could be a telly show, it could be a video game. But the main thing is that we do so without any of the toxic discourse that is oh so prevalent in this day and age. That is very true. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, well, today, Nathan, we are creating a podcast about uh, uh-huh. a certain movie. I mean, uh, we've already created a podcast. We created this over <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. We're creating an episode of the podcast. Oh, my God. Okay. And this specific episode that we are creating today is called, as luck would have it, The Creator. Okay. Look, you're in a bad mood. I'm in a bad mood. You're you're sleepy, and I, for some reason, my entire recording setup just fucked itself. About... I need to listen to you try to fix your entire fucking life for about forty minutes before we could even start. Look, you could have got on with something, all right? You could have done some. What you got going on? You could have, you could have done some stuff in the background. You could have built some Legos. You could have read a book. You got any Legos or a book? I got both. Well, then you could have done. So you could have done two things. Yeah, you're right. What a fool I am for not doing Legos or a book whilst you was trying to fix your audio software. Thank you. Thank you for apologizing. It's my fault, actually. Look, it's not my fault. My my Zoom just fucked up. I have no idea why. You didn't update it, that's why. I did I did update it. It's been updated. Anyway. We can't be in a bad let look, peace talks, alright? We can't be in bad moods this entire episode. Just I'm move excited on. to talk about to the, the creator. fucking thing. What are we talking about? We're talking about the creator, Nathan. I just said I'm excited to talk about it. Great. Have you, you never saw this in the cinema, did you? saw it for the first time today. Yeah, I saw it today. What do you make of the creator? I saw some of it today. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> tell them tell them your sins. It's not my sin. I don't care. <laughs> but, like, you would care if it was me if if you had suggested something and I had done this you would care deeply only if it was something that I thought was like really important okay are you showing your hands no okay no like, Nathan fell asleep while watching this movie a couple of times like three times uh, were they little naps or were they big snoozes I couldn't tell you to be honest I think they were little naps yeah uh, but I mean I was watching it in bed just on my laptop that was um, that was your first mistake. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Were they those those kind of those kind of naps where you suddenly wake up and you're like, "What happened there?" Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. they're the worst. Yeah. So, so full disclosure, probably missing pieces of information about this movie, but I think it'll be fine. I get the gist of it. It's robots and shit. It is. I mean, it's certainly robots. I can fill in some gaps or robots, as you as you claimed. Last I'll week. say it when I want to say it, all right? I won't be um, made to be some performing monkey for you, Lawrence, okay? Say robots, Nathan! I'll say it when I want to say it, okay? Right, Nathan, what what do you think of this movie? The Creator? Um, yeah, it's all right, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah. It's nothing special, don't get me wrong. It's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty all right. It looks good. It Give does look that. very good. Yeah, it's pretty okay. That's that's one thing that pretty much... Because there are this. it's got a, quite a mixed reception people either really like it or really are like it's whatever 
But I think yeah. everyone is agreeing that it's like it looks very good. Like it's a very nice looking film. It's a fine movie, and not like oh, it's fine. Like it, you know, it's fine. Yeah, like it's all right. It's not breaking any fucking new grounds or anything. I, well, and it doesn't need to. But like in in terms of what? In terms of like plot stuff? In terms of everything. It's nothing new here. It ushers in what I hope will be some lessons for other studios to listen to. Okay. Well, I don't know what any of that means. Well, I will get to it. In terms I of plot, have not studied the full <laughs> fucking behind the scenes making progress of this movie from start to finish, okay? I'm yep. talking purely as a finished product, and again, admittedly, which I did not see all of. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's not breaking any new ground, and it's mostly fine. But again, full it disclosure. It made the honest opinion of three quarters of a finished <laughs> Full disclosure. Might not even be that. Full disclosure, I, I, I am missing, like, certain pieces. But, you know, whatever. Okay, so luckily for you, I have studied this movie's behind the scenes and making of and VFX process in great detail. Um, firstly, out of interest. Secondly, then, because I had to listen to a bunch of VFX supervisors talk about it for work stuff, which makes me sound important. I'm just editing an interview. Uh, but basically, I, I think plot-wise... What yeah, new it, ground do you think it's breaking, then, if you think it, it's this masterpiece or whatever? I don't, right, I don't, the movie's flawed. The movie has got problems, and... There are elements of it that I think are like it is like a, a mesh of a bunch of sci-fi concepts, and it's 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 an original movie that's packed to the brim with stuff that's not that original, mm. if that makes sense. Um, but I think what I like the most about this movie is the way that it's been made. It like what it hopefully represents and hopefully serves as a lesson for other people to heed, which is like if you have a distinct and clear vision and picture of what you want. It's entirely possible to not blow two hundred million on a on a movie and still make it look very good when there are studios out there blowing over two hundred million on things that look like shit. Yeah, okay. But if if you're saying you're a fan of the way it's made, but not necessarily the end product, mm. like I mean to me, and again, I'm not as much of a dickhead about this stuff as you. But like <laughs> okay, yeah. to me, I'm just like well, then irrelevant because like you can make a sandwich and you can make it in a great way and like mm. follow the recipe or whatever and you do everything right and you <laughs> and it's like um and 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 the way you make it is the way that sandwiches should be made yeah but then the end result is you've got a shit sandwich okay, <laughs> okay like okay yeah the way you made it doesn't mean shit in that process does it if i'm sat here at the table waiting for my sandwich which you have made the right way and admittedly yes you put a lot of love into it and you did everything the way you were supposed to but then at the end result that sandwich is shit the way you made it isn't going to mean fuck all to me is it i'm just going to be like well that's a bad sandwich from yeah from from i completely get your point from like a <laughs> just a viewer's perspective but like i'm happy about what this means for like the prospect of original concepts in movies like okay. i'm i'm excited for all of the stuff like yeah i absolutely agree that like if it doesn't appear in the finished product what is the point but ultimately what i love most about this movie does appear in the finished product which is like incredible visuals made by a vfx team that were treated very fairly and paid handsomely and like with all of that being said like yeah it's not a perfect movie but it, it, it's clear that there was a singular goal and vision throughout the process and i'm glad that like like, like the, to use your sandwich sandwich analogy, I'm glad that like 20 people didn't have to work seven days a week, like 18 hour days to make this sandwich possible to look as good as it is. Did the sandwich do well? I actually don't know. Um, I can find out roughly. Because like, again, like all of that's great, but it doesn't mean shit if it like didn't really do that well. And Well, here's, here's the thing. It did. So apparently, right. And this is a very rough figure because... It's just from one Google search. Apparently, it's made a hundred million at the box office, right? Which isn't a lot of money. No, how much? How much was the budget of it? The the budget was eighty. Okay, well that's nothing then, because marketing as well. That's not even broken even. I agree, but so no, there is are... the answer to well, that. <laughs> okay, but then isn't it's a lot more attractive to lose a little bit of money than to lose we put out a 200 million and then we you know add another bit on for marketing purposes and then it still only made 100 million i'm agreeing with you and i want to mm. get i want to make this 100 percent clear i fully agree <laughs> with you in terms of that before i make this next point okay i yeah. fully agree with you because of that but the reason these big sandwich restaurants 
um, are able to do that, to make these sandwiches that cost 300 million and then they only make whatever is because they have other movies which make over a billion consistently and that offsets the cost but i don't think i don't think and by need... movies i mean sandwiches yeah okay, yes of course once you keep yeah. up with the analogy yeah yeah no i i look i agree look it's it, at the end of the day but that's the that's the industry that it is right like yeah. mega hits fund smaller things but yeah. what i'd want is a world where the mega hits can be looked at in a more sustainable way. You don't have to burn through a ridiculous amount. And also, like, even just speaking away from, like, the corporate side of it with money involved, right? It's just not nicer on a visual effects team. Like, there are studios out there that will, like, for no reason other than they're inconsistent, uh, they will shoot pretty much everything on a green or blue screen setup Mm. in sets that are highly malleable and changeable because of the fact that they don't know what order this movie might be coming out in, or they don't know if they're going to need to add something into the background of something. And that is like a burden on VFX artists who do work. And then someone two weeks before the movie releases goes, change it. And they go, Oh fuck. Okay. Like, whereas this is, I just think it's a better practice. Like it's, they were out there. They, they took a small crew around the world. They physically went to some really beautiful looking locations um and to do that like it's obviously a lot cheaper to fly a smaller crew out than it is to build fuck off massive sets every time your idea changes like i don't know i just like i like what this movie represents it's not perfect and i still think 80 million is an absurd amount of money to spend on anything but yeah it's, that's, it's that's, a step in the right in, direction i think this is in no way a small budget movie like no no not at all not at all um, but but it's ridiculous that we actually would there's a there's a genuinely tangible argument to be made that it is a mid-tier budget because of how blown out of proportion regular budgets have become now really deadpool was 50 million yeah but then what was the second one more yeah (laughs) yeah exactly not much more though i think it was about 100 for the second one maybe i'm wrong with that but and there there is a part of these budgets as well that are that are overblown to compensate the stars that they create like Robert Downey Jr. paid pretty much peanuts for Iron Man. And then by the time Civil War rolled around, he was like a quarter of the fucking budget mm. just to get him involved. It's true. Um, yeah. So that there is, I understand why these things do skyrocket, but like speaking from a purely, like, I just think this is a clear product of one guy's vision who has worked in, in the, the, the larger industries. Like he made two of his most successful movies were Godzilla and Rogue One, like Gareth mm. Edwards. So he knows he knows how quickly a budget can be blown on stupid shit. And he has come about and said in a lot of like interviews surrounding this, that like he really wanted to just make a big movie, but without all of the burden of making a big movie, he said he wanted to make his like, take his student filmmaking tactics and just apply it on a grander scale, which I think this movie achieves really well. It's just like, there's like 20 guys running around the world just making this insane fucking thing. And they've got, like, heads of departments from each thing as opposed to bringing over everyone in every department. What's this thing... Because I remember before it came out, what's this thing about the explosion? Because there was some controversy around... Because didn't it, like, just basically re... Like, reuse footage from, like, the Beirut explosion or something? Um... Them, what in like the intro? I don't. I might. I can't have heard of this. I don't know. There was like, because there's there's like there's a, a real world actual explosion that yeah. like was was and I think it's Beirut. I might be wrong on that, but like ended up it was quite bad and killed a lot of people. And there's like like cell phone footage of it and stuff. And and people mm. have lined it up and it's like it's like one for one, but like with just some like digital like sci-fi buildings added in the background and stuff. Oh really? I didn't know yeah. that. What that must have been. That's got to be the nuking of LA. I, I don't know when it is. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it is, but... Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I haven't heard of that at all. Okay. Yeah, if they caught controversy for that, then that seems deserved. <laughs> I don't yeah. do that. Yeah, the official trailer for Korea received negative criticism for using footage from the 2020 Beirut explosion as a visual effects plate shot of a futuristic Los Angeles being obliterated by a nuclear explosion. Yeah, so it was LA. Yeah. Well, that's obviously not brilliant. <laughs> they yeah. shouldn't do that. So, look, I've just spent the first twenty minutes defending <laughs> them. All right, but look, look, I didn't know about that. That's not good. Well, but... you look. You said like you studied the whole thing, so I thought you'd know about. Yeah, that. but I'm, I'm from an interview from their point. Like they're not going to be like, yeah, we did this real dodgy thing. 
in their in their Oscar push. Are you they? haven't done your research then, have you? <laughs> no, my research is one sided, but there's I I hadn't heard of that. But like everything else that's going on in this, like in terms of like filmmaking practices, I think is just it's cool, man. And it, and also like hopefully. So it what opens are these the practices that you love so much? Well, like just what's going little, on? Tell me about so, it. So little things like they're not just it's not just an empty space and it's not just like two people right now like the a common thing like people people were praising the volume quite highly when it was introduced but now it's pretty much become we're going to put some sand on the floor and then the volume can do the rest of the work which is not really how the volume is supposed to be used mm. and and often you can tell and like there are people that do it better and there are people that do it worse and i get it, it's not the tech itself it's how the tech is implemented but like a lot of the times, you, like th- think of like Quantum Mania and stuff. It's so apparent to see that it's just two actors not in the same room against a blue screen or a green screen, and then they've like added a soft blur onto the background so that they can just have the illusion of there's stuff going on. There is a world, <laughs> but you mm. can't really see it. It's not the focus. Um, but but I like that like they had a VFX supervisor come with them as they did all their travels to shoot this. And like, if there's a sci-fi car, there's a few like little sci-fi police cars and stuff in this. Um, and to help out the VFX guys, they, they, if there was going to be a car in the shot, they filmed the car in the shot. Like it was like, I think they even said like, it was like a Skoda or a Ford Fiesta. They drove it as it would have been driving in the scene. And then obviously that just, that, that allowed for the VFX team to paint over it. And it gave them like a basis to work off of instead of creating an entire new asset at probably great expense and stress. But this is nothing new, though. This is what I'm saying. No, so. but it, but that's this. it's ushering back in old techniques that we've just abandoned for some reason because of ease. I mean, not and... everyone's abandoned it. You mainly just No, but no about... one gets money to make them anymore like this. No no one gets money like this. Is, this is groundbreaking. <laughs> Again, though, I, like, I fully get what you're saying, and I am fully behind you, and I do agree this is good. But what I'm saying is <laughs> this isn't really groundbreaking and also didn't make any money. So, like, if you say it's ushering in this new way, I'm like... But is it, or are the people who fucking sign the checks going to be like, well, I mean, look at the results. And then, again, which I do not agree with, just for full disclosure, I do not agree with that. But (laughs) No, I I know you're being a realist and it's how the world works. (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, corporations are going to worry about the bottom line more than anything else. Yes. Also, it did feel a bit gross at times. I was like, we're doing a movie about a a fight against AI, and then we're like... (laughs) We're on so, the side right. of AI, is is this? I don't let, know about this, man. <laughs> like, let, let's move away from VFX, otherwise we're going to be here all day. I wanted okay. to talk about this, right? Okay. Because this is... Right, obviously this movie was in development for a while, and it's incredibly unfortunate that it happened to come out yeah, at the exact... It, in it the did, thick of the WGA and, and SAG-AFTRA strikes. <laughs> like, yeah, it did come out during the like the boom and the controversy of AI, where it's it's developed and it's advanced by quite a lot since probably this film was even conceptualised. Yeah. Um, and and now it's it's quite a worry for a lot of people, for a lot of legitimate reasons. Um, mm. and, and yeah, having a movie where it's like, yeah, fuck the humans. We love AI. It's like, <laughs> see, see, I, I, I get your point, one, chief. but I, I do think it's like a, it's like a, the movie and the themes of AI. Like, it's a, it's more of a surrogate shell to critique like the American military and the industrial complex. Like, <laughs> yes, it is, but it's still, you know. I, I understand the framing is like, I, I just know that Gareth Edwards was like in the studio, like, can we delay this a year, please? Can we delay? I've, this? I've probably been even worse. Like, the longer this stays on the shelf, the more advanced AI gets, the worse this movie gets. Okay. Like, if this came out in 2016, 2015, great, perfect, yeah, yeah. absolutely fine. But <laughs> you know, now, no, it's it's a different it's a different realm. Do you remember? Do you remember Ex Machina? It's like it's yes. basically this. It's yeah. like hey. Robots are humans too. And X Magnus is great. I've got no problem with it. (laughs) But this is the thing. It's because it came out in 2014 or whatever, 2015. (laughs) Look, it's the it's 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 unfortunately the landscape that it has landed in. That that does color it in a certain way. Yeah. But like, I think if you look at the wider story as a whole, it's way more about critiquing, like, uh, oh excuse me, it's way more about critiquing like the war machine that America funds, and also more about how we view how it's it's more about how we view others i know 
I'm not an idiot. I do get <laughs> but, it. But it's... Uh, yeah. I do get it. But, <laughs> Why did I have yeah. to check? Because you fell asleep. So. <laughs> no, I got that. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, all right. Do you want to... Should we get into... All right. So, so here we go. Here we go. So for the longest time... All right. So John David Washington is here. He's yes. like, hello, I'm a spy or whatever. Oh, he's I'm, fantastic. What a man. I'm a, I'm a, okay. <laughs> He's, he's like, got one man. He's a, he's a, my man is a movie star. All right, let him be in more things. Is what I say. Okay, I have no I problem know you, with that. <laughs> I know you don't like Tenet. I'm just getting it in. I early, don't like Tenet. Right? I think it's a bad movie. <laughs> Go on, John David Washington. I'd say, it's, I'd say it's Nolan's worst movie. I would. Okay. Um, God, what a piece of shit that film is. Um, <laughs> um, I say nothing. We've already been on three tangents. <laughs> Yeah, what was I saying? Anyway, so John David Washington's here. He's like undercover. He's like married to Gemma Chan. Um, there's a, there's a lot of like my dead wife footage in this movie. There's yeah, like, there's a lot of I'm on the she's on the beach and we're in love. Yeah, yeah. and I'm wearing a white dress as well. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do the egregious look we're under the bed sheets and I'm looking at the camera sort of thing. It doesn't oh, yeah. do that the the traditional, but it the, gets the smile in the lens and look yeah. away out of shyness. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> a lot of my dead wife footage. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so he's married to Gemma Chan. But all right, so here's something I don't get, and maybe this was explained, but maybe not. Is okay. Gemma Chan a robot? Uh, no. Okay, so she was <laughs> a person. She was a person. She's a pregnant her... person. Yeah. Okay, and the baby is not the baby. The baby. So the baby is not know... the robot. In a way, right? So uh, okay, let me so let me well, speed. I'm already this. confused now. What's going on? All right. So basically, so there's uh, a robot. There's Nathan, a robot. Nathan, oh, no, let me get through it. There's a baby robot who is like a bomb or whatever. No, <laughs> she she's not a bomb. She's an EMP, she, I guess. She's a weapon. She's like she's, a she's a weapon that can dis that can turn off technology or something. Yes. She does yeah. a little prey, and then technology I, turns off. I would not use the term weapon. She is. I think that the fact that she can't blow shit up, the fact that she can just stop things is far more of like indicative right, of enough her Enough of your purpose. fucking ethical bullshit here. I'm just speaking generally, okay? <laughs> well, then let me, let me get through this so we can uh, get on. All right, go on. <laughs> so basically, Gemma Chan was with John David Washington. John David Washington was sent to Gemma Chan's little village. Yes. Because he wanted um, information on her dad, who is the AI. He's like progressing a lot of the AI works in Asia. Because John David Washington is a big American soldier. He's a big American soldier. And he's fighting anyway. a good fight against AI. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. yeah, okay. So he goes there. He ends up falling in love with Gemma Chan. Yeah. Years pass. But, they, Chan is... but also the uh, the army. The army said, hey, go marry this woman, but don't fall in love. Here, have this no, but... ring. Marry her, but don't <laughs> fall in love. Don't get too close or we'll kill you and your entire family, I guess. Nathan, this is all... There's all sorts of questions about what is real in this movie, all right? Oh, and we can, we can get to those, but let me tell you who the baby is. I have a feeling I'm not going to like this movie after this episode, but go on. <laughs> like, right now, I think it's fine, but whatever, go on. The more you explore... No, it's just because you don't want me to talk about it. No, go on, go on. Do what you need to do. All right, so then, basically, then Gemma Chan gets, um, I guess, semi-blown up. Um, because because the army comes, and John the army David comes. Washington's like, I'm in the army, but you don't know this. Yes, and obviously the baby is lost because Gemma Chan is lost, and the yes. babies, the baby and Gemma Chan don't make it out of that explosion. Makes sense. Or I'm following. They, they, you. I mean, they kind of do, but she's very comatose and not going to wake up. Okay, you lost uh, me. Okay, well, she, that's why she's in the little thing at the end. She's in okay. the bed. They've they've got her okay. body, but she's not sure how she's so well preserved. All right, so Gemma Chan blew up, but she didn't, and the baby is gone. No, she'd been so she'd been working. The baby is gone. The human baby is gone. Baby's dead. But unbeknownst to John David Washington, she was underground scanning her own embryo that she was growing. What's that even mean? I, I don't know. It's sci-fi stuff, Nathan. Okay. She was pregnant, and she was like, "I got a scanner this embryo." Okay. And making uh, like so an she, AI duplicate. So she made a robot baby of her yes. baby before yes. her baby was born. Yes. Okay. So it has it like, like that in a way, John yeah. David Washington like is the father of this AI baby, and like that uh, again, it raises a lot of questions: what's real, what's human, what's not? Like, okay. But that's the that's the thick of it, yeah. And how much does the baby know? Because like the baby is like 
baby seems re- it's not a baby but it's like a five-year-old kid or whatever but like <laughs> yeah the baby a really talented actress but very way. good yeah very yeah, good for, for the age yeah yeah but like the baby seems like very quick to be like oh i trust you and love you or whatever right put yourself in the perspective of you've been raised in a bunker only ever yeah. speaking to certain weirdos that come and talk to you and do tests on you yeah so this and here is very comes much... a and here comes a man with a gun who is stealing me well yeah but way. then from her perspective like she's being taken taken out of where she's been confined to this man is showing her the world whether it's like that or not for him mm. which it absolutely isn't there is an element of like i'm i'm going to warm to this person who's bringing me all these new experiences yeah and he does try he does start to treat her far more sympathetically as the movie yeah. goes on it's very lion and cub in it's that true, respect it does yeah um, Alright, <laughs> is there anything What do you want to talk about? I feel, I feel like this is just going to be me explaining some parts That you fell asleep to I don't know um, Alright, so Did you like the soldiers appearing through on the ocean Like the poster for Rogue One? Eh. Nathan, it was one of the opening shots Tell me you yeah, were no, asleep no, I saw I do know what you're talking about <laughs> okay. yes. Yeah, I guess like... It looks cool, doesn't it? Come, soldiers coming out of the ocean is cool I, I don't it? agree with then all the all the other stuff. Yeah, that is it? <laughs> to me, it just seems like well, bad stuff's gonna happen. I know, but it looks cool. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you know? I think the cinematography in this is very good. It looks. No, very yeah, nice. looks, I'm talking specifically about the imagery of all just coming out of soldiers okay, coming out right, of the yeah. ocean. Like, but you, you could say it looks cool. The implications are not cool. The implications are war crimes. I don't even know if it does look cool though. <laughs> I, this movie looks good. Don't get me wrong; like it, yeah, it yeah. looks great for a lot of it. Um, but I don't know. That wasn't a show. Where I was like, "Whoa, that blew me away." You know. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I get, I get you. All right. I, I mean, I can just cherry pick some notes. We can talk about some stuff. Yeah, sure. Okay. Did you like the Torchwood Resurrection glove? Right. No, this was stupid. <laughs> this, this was stupid. I thought this was so fucking dumb, and I thought, and it's the exact same rules as Torchwood. Like, yeah. Because in Torchwood, when they resurrect that guy, he's um, he's immediately freaking out because he's just died, and he's like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. So if you're gonna fucking put this guy's conscience in this robot, and then he fucking like, do it at least. Move his body so he can't see his own corpse lying right next to him. You know? They don't care, Nathan. They're bad boy Americans. They, they have 30 seconds to fucking get the information they need. It doesn't matter. It's not about caring. It's about being smart enough to fucking think about what is going to happen. At, le- at least spin his head round. Yeah, exactly. At least turn him so he can't fucking see his own mutilated corpse, you know? <laughs> God, what a bunch of idiots. Yeah, no, they are pretty stupid. I do like the concept, though. Like, I like the, and it comes I mean, back at the end of again, the movie. For a... It's no, it's no groundbreaking. It's been done. Like, of course, it was but done everything in, in this movie's been done. It was done in two thousand and six with a big metal glove or whatever. <laughs> One of my favorite tweets I saw about this movie was, um, uh, "Just saw the creator," and then underneath it said, "Massive movie for people that haven't played The Last of Us or know about 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Look, there's there's loads of stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So um. What 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 else is going on in this? There, all right. There's there's elements of it which is quite funny. I thought the dog playing fetch with a grenade. That's fun. That just gave me anxiety for like a moment. I was like, <laughs> is the dog okay? And he was. They purposefully had a show afterwards where the dog was fine. So I was like, yeah. thank you, Gareth. You did well there. But yeah. there's 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 another bit as well where one of like the um the american soldiers is like threatening a dog to get information out of like a child who is just screaming and so what's, are these dogs robots then no i think they're just dogs then how why did the dog take the grenade and take it back out just playing fetch isn't it because it was thrown into the room so the dog was like oh, i'll do a bit of fetch seems convenient yeah i mean look, it's con- <laughs> but then everything in a movie is convenient isn't I it know, like- but <laughs> look i'm not saying john david washington didn't get very lucky in that circumstance <laughs> Um, there could be a reason behind it though like if it was a robot dog or whatever and then the little girl did it but i mean i get but then like i don't know i think there's just an element of fun to it where it's like uh, like if i threw a toy right now my dog would probably get up and get it so why why not with this grenade (laughs) yeah the dog doesn't know it's a grenade (laughs) i know but (laughs) i don't know (laughs) and it's a fun little dog It's it's a cheery boy you see him looking at everything going on he's very he's down to play but then i was just worried about the dog (laughs) 
All right, what about hijacking the bus through the military checkpoint and all the kids on board are like, wait. This is where there was like playing very loud like kids music yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They like shut down the border thing. Yeah. Um, or, or Alfie shuts down the, the border and then like then the Americans are like, Oh, oh no, not the Americans. The uh, the the Asian police force of like robots and humans are like open fire on this bus full of kids. <laughs> that seems kind of stupid. Yeah, I get. I, I guess it kind of confused me because for a while I was like, so what side is everyone on? Yeah, because, there is like, a bit of that. Yeah. It's a bit like so like it's just basically everyone against like a John David Washington and the little baby, basically, because like the robots want the baby because it's their bomb, and then yeah. the humans and americans want the baby because they're gonna bomb their big sci-fi ship or whatever yeah and they don't want that to happen so so i it's kind of everyone against everyone because john david washington starts very much on the side of well he's no he when i he also got back, very confused that when he went back as well i was like what the fuck is going on here how much did i miss oh no because he's going back because he because he's been lied to he's been told his wife is okay and walking around yeah and he's like, well, then I'm going to go and find my wife. He's not there. He doesn't give a fuck about the mission. He disobeys pretty much every order given to him. Yeah, that's why I was confused, though. Because, like, yeah. you were fully killing soldiers, and now you're back here. But then he was doing a thing. And, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he was undercover for a little bit, Nathan. Oh, he's, he's also bad at being undercover as well. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he's quite, just... like, his wife was, like, two feet away from him. And he's like, what are you doing here? I'm, I'm undercover. Stop that this. Was... <laughs> that's... Yeah, that was a very convenient <laughs> moment of like, I, when he when he like faked the shot, I was like, what's the lo what's the end game here? Because your wife is upstairs. She's going to come back downstairs at some point yeah, exactly. and see that this guy is very much not dead. <laughs> uh, Stupid. Play dead. We'll ignore the fact that you have no bullet wound in your head whatsoever. Yeah. All right. But so his wife, Gemma Chan, yes. she, she's not this guy's son. Or whatever. Uh, well, she's definitely not his son. She's not this. She's not this like guy's robot daughter. Oh fucking hell! She's not this like robot terrorist's daughter. She is the robot terrorist or something. So no, I think that the 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 information's a bit weirdly given. But my my read on it was that her dad was Namata, who is the creator. Oh, um, he's a creator. He's the titular creator. Oh, I he's thought the John one David. See, I thought he was being very on the nose and being like, "Oh, John David Washington is a creator because he's your, he's this baby's father or whatever." He's the creator of your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, I mean, there's there are multiple meanings of it, but I guess, but the, he is that's the creator is is um, at the start of the movie. It says the creator, and then like a certain, I think I I, I can't remember what language it was, but Namata is the word for creator. Um, okay. So. Gemma Chan is not until later on she is. Like, her dad is Nimata, but then her, her dad dies. And at that point, he's taught her everything she knows. And Do we she see is. this at any point? No, her, we never see her okay. dad. We never see her dad on screen. Okay. So since John David Washington has been with her, she has been Nimata. Okay. So Who tells us that? Um, From a few people. So the flashback of the guy being like, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's the ring. Go yeah. and marry her. Yeah. He, he says it's her dad. And yeah. then... Uh, then um, Ken Watanabe later on tells us that it was her all along. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, to me, that says she, there was never any dad. Oh no, it but was... she she then says to John David Washington uh, in like a flashback or something that it was her her dad 
taught her everything. So it's implied that like when her dad died, she took mm. over. But it, it, ultimately, it doesn't matter. There's a, there's a creator out there doing some stuff okay. until there's not. Okay. Did you like the the needle drop of the uh, Radiohead song? Very Vietnam in the helicopter. Oh, I must have missed this entire. What oh, that's this? like one of the coolest bits. What was it? It so th- there's it's when they're re-entering uh, Asia when John David Washington is going back after he accepts the mission at his pool. You know what? his little pool that he's at. He's oh he's at oh at the beginning. You mean yeah he's at so he's having a swim. All right yeah. And then they go and go. We, your wife's alive, and he goes. All right, back. Get me yeah, back on I the helicopter. This. Then. Yeah, yeah. And then on the helicopter, it's flying in, and it does that. It has that really cool radio hit. I'll play it now. <laughs> I got, this is not for Nathan's benefit, but this is the song for anyone that's listening. What is the song? Uh, it's. I find out. It's Radiohead. Um, let me get the title of the song. Everything in its right place. I was awake for this part of the movie. All right. I was yeah. fully awake for this, but I have no memory of this at all. But I, I... was awake. <laughs> It, I don't know, it's just cool. To me, it manages to capture like that. You know, is, is, <laughs> is any Radiohead song moment in a movie ever cool, though? I, I, look, I agree that there are some over-tried ones, right? I know from first-hand experience there are certain Radiohead songs that should be put out to pasture and re- retired for good. <laughs> All right, but this, this is a cool one. You don't hear this one in movies often. To be fair to you, you did just straight up plagiarise Black Mirror. But... You don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> all right? You need okay. to stop. <laughs> okay. You had a hand in it. You were involved. I... <laughs> As a voice actor. <laughs> you were involved. <laughs> okay. The reason I like that scene specifically, or like even it's just the establishing shots that look cool with sci-fi helicopters, right? But the reason I like it is because, one, they're real shots, right? Flying over like places like Malaysia and Singapore and stuff. But no, I just like it because it's very vibey and it's very like in the cinema. It was one of them like, oh, you bop your head along to the beat of the song. Mm. Um, It looks great. Like the shots are real, which is something you don't often see about like exterior, especially aerial shots um, over like Malaysia and Singapore. Um, Like I think they were I think they used a lot of like rice fields, which looks very look very good. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of the I don't know what they're called, but the taller fields with the big kind of grass swinging, the f- swaying around grass in the wind. Yeah. Um, and it manages to capture this really like Vietnam feel almost. You know how like ev- in movies everyone has those like five songs that they just associate with Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> it, it manages to almost recapture that kind of energy, which I just think is yeah. It's 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 like I don't know. There's a couple of Rolling Stones in there. Yeah. Like yeah. It's it's. It manages, I think, to, and that's why I think Gareth Edwards has quite a keen eye for stuff like this, right? He he captures that feeling, but like like the sci-fi futuresque equivalent of what that would feel like. Yeah, which I just think is really cool. I think Kong Skull Island did it better. I think Kong Skull Island did it. <laughs> I think Kong Skull Island did it better. Yeah, but that was just if Vietnam. You want, yeah, but if you want Vietnam vibes, <laughs> and then also you get the bonus of monster movie which is <laughs> as we know the peak of cinema yeah um then it's just so much better Look, i'm not about to slander fucking um kong skull island that's my favorite one of the bunch but i i don't know yeah I, I i see what you're saying but that is just vietnam soldiers doing exactly what the vietnam scenes are gonna be <laughs> yeah yeah, looks fine. Do you, I, I want genuinely. I want to ask you this, and this is not meant to sound knobby at all. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, 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 gonna, no. Lawrence is going to, which means Lawrence is going to say something knobby. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe. <laughs> no, because I was thinking about that time we had. We talked about the Incredibles, mm. and that I told you about that moment where Dash runs and the score kicks in, and it's very special. Yeah, but that's to me. a very specific moment for you, though. Absolutely, but there's no yeah. reason. It, like it's, it's not sentimental for me. I just have always liked that moment in the movie because it stuck out to me. And the question I'm asking is: There, like, what, genuinely, what, there, what moments can you like picture in your mind that you like remember going, "Fuck, that's cool." To like just, just imagery and vibes. There was nothing in this which stood out to me that was like, "Oh, that's cool as fuck." Okay, yeah, yeah. And again, granted, I was asleep for about probably about ten minutes <laughs> yeah. or so. But... It might have helped if your eyes were open. It, it does help <laughs> yeah. to see. Yeah, but, but but like in other stuff. <laughs> this... I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm not trying to trap you at all, I promise. No, I know, but I do have an answer. It's just going to make me sound really dumb. (laughs) But (laughs) there's there's a scene... (laughs) 
Oh, this is stupid. This is not going to help the the fucking... The popcorn versus pigeon yeah, allegations. Yeah, at all. But there's a scene in Jurassic World of Dominion where... Oh, you're already, <laughs> you've already lost. Go on. Where the dinosaur, the T-Rex, like, walks into the, like, the park or whatever. And, and it, there's, like, this circle statue and it just basically makes the Jurassic Park logo for a second. That, that, that is cool, though. It is cool, That's... yeah. It's a cool moment. Yeah. Um, what else? There, there is definitely fucking like the one that I always like would fall back on, and I think mm. it, I think I, rem- I I vaguely remember you saying this is one of the moments you actually enjoyed from the movie was the the fire truck in Tenet. Like just certain things on screen that make you go like, oh, that's kind of cool. That looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, um, <laughs> but that that's like. <laughs> that's like finding a a good chip in a pile of bad chips though you know <laughs> that's like that's i think like, needle in a haystack is yeah, what you're like, looking yeah, for yeah it's like going oh at least there's something here you know <laughs> are you not... hungry all these sandwiches and chip <laughs> metaphors maybe yeah i don't know but like oh, i don't know there are definitely moments like um, like what you're saying, which yes, there there are moments for me in in movies and TV shows, but you've put me on the spot and I just can't think of any. No, no, I, and that but, that wasn't my intention, but like because mm. I I do think that, and I'm not saying you're one of them, but I do think there are people out there that like just don't oh. connect in that way. Last Jedi, fucking Snoke's been decap, Snoke's been cut in half. Mm. The fucking moment of that lightsaber coming towards Rey, just when her hat, we see the lightsaber, Rey's hand just grabs it. From oh, that's that great. moment yeah. for the next like. 10 20 seconds or so she gets up her and ben stare at each other yes i call yeah. him ben her and ben stare <laughs> at each other there's a moment of are we doing this are we fucking doing this and then they do it um yeah. which is of course kiss and make out because they love each other um <laughs> <laughs> i miss that scene from that <laughs> i like I, I like that shot for the um the hmm. two fingers that just pull the lightsaber out of him Sexual, very sexual that movie. I mean, horny, but <laughs> I'm not even joking. It is. No, it's no, very, it is. There are it's horny very moments. erotic. It's very erotic that movie. Why do you think he's got no shirt on, boys? <laughs> it's yeah. horny. He's got to get those titties out. Oh, um, remember, remember the wide allegations for I mean, for poor for poor Adam Driver. <laughs> he is wide. Well, but people calling him Ben Swolo. Yeah, but that so, was well, more what, because of that meme. What the one that made him look ridiculously wider? Yeah, because they yeah. they widened the meme, <laughs> <laughs> but they kept his head the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the, the only reason I ask is that there are genuinely some people that like, and I think that's a big part of enjoying this movie, right? Is to mm. connect with the vibes of it, like because this this does look cool. I think weirdly enough, I saw I saw this in IMAX and I was very stunned when I opened it up on Disney Plus yesterday, and it was a very skinny boy. <laughs> I was like, oh. Like it's these are this is smaller than two three nine. Do they not have the IMAX version on Disney? No, I I did try and look for it because I think Mm. it's it is a shame because this is one of those like you know Disney Plus do that like IMAX enhanced thing. Mm. This is one that would benefit from it. I don't like the 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 home release version of it. Disagree. What? You know my yeah. You know my feelings. No, but like I just think there was so much like Mm. original stuff captured for this and so much cool imagery and. Cool locations travel to to shoot on. Like, yeah, but what are you really missing out on? Really, more of it, more cool stuff. <laughs> oh, we missed a bit of grass and a bit of sky. I do find it Terrible. more immersive. No, like, but like explosions. But I fa- uh, we've had this argument, but I find it less cinematic. <laughs> no, just... I, and that's look. That you know what? That's fine. At the sake of <laughs> keeping this episode under a million years. Um. All right. Let, let's talk about some some specific stuff. What do you like? Do you like Nomad? No, of co- no, of course not. No, as in the it's design, big, Nathan, I'm asking big, you from a design perspective. It's a big, terrifying nuclear dropping machine. Of course I don't like this fucking... Okay, all right, fine. Right, if, let me get on your terms. Do you like the Death Star? No. Do you like the design of the Death Star? Yes. So you can distinguish the two. Okay, we've got it. <laughs> I do like the Death Star. I, just... <laughs> I know. <laughs> what do you think of Nomad? The King of Scale has returned to give us a big <clears throat> spaceship again. Yeah, um, 
I didn't get the scale stuff this time, really. No, you didn't? No, not really. Cause no it's Mantis... not as striking as Star Destroyer over um, that place. I think it's because you don't really have anything to, to reference it against. The thing yeah. that works well with Rogue One is we were familiar with Star Destroyers. We were familiar yeah. with these, these imagery that was used, so we could really get a good sense of it. With Nomad, we have nothing to compare it to because, like, it's it's not a re- well, neither is Star Destroyer, but you know, we've not seen it before. You know, it's like it's it's a new thing, and then it's up against just for the most part the sky, and then maybe <laughs> some other spaceships. <laughs> it's like okay, but like yeah, it, I I don't know. I just don't think you necessarily get the same um sense of scale from this movie that you do in say a Godzilla or a or a Rogue One or anything like that. No, I I do agree. Like that 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 kind of skydiving jump sequence in Godzilla, yeah. Like and the, and like you say, that what what planet is the Death Star Destroyer over? Jeddah. Yeah, it that stuff looks amazing, mm. and it's also because we we have some prior concept of like you said, we know what it is, we know how big a Star Destroyer looks. So when we see it look suddenly a lot bigger than we're used to, mm. but still keeping within its proportions of what it should actually be. Yeah. Uh, it is quite visually striking. The, the thing, the misstep I think with Nomad is it, it, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Cause I love the lights that it shines down to like yeah. track its targets, but they scale it because it, Nomad is basically the shape of a big boomerang. Yeah. And the lights come down in the shape of a boomerang. So you go, you go right. So Nomad is this big then, but mm. then when you look at Nomad, you're like, it looks much bigger now because it's in the sky. <laughs> yeah. So is it just as small as the lights, or is it like a portion of the lights? I don't know. I don't like the lights. I thought they were dumb. I, I, yeah, I don't think they'd be a practical yeah. tool, but I think sci-fi visuals-wise, they look cool. I don't know. To me, it was just like we have this big secret flying nuclear base yeah oh, here it comes i can see it coming from <laughs> 10 miles away because of these big fucking shining lasers which illuminate every step it takes apparently yeah and to I be fair know. i have throughout the film there are a few funny moments i want to reiterate i like this i'm just poking fun but like <laughs> there, there are some funny moments where you're like you see those lights and you're dead I'm like, well unless you have a helicopter in which case you're very fine <laughs> Yeah, because John David Washington escapes those lights about a hundred times. <laughs> sure, he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but like the, the design of it, it's very like I like the when you get in the third act, it's very white and shiny. I like the on uh, inside of it. There's like it's not just a space station. There's like labs, and there's also like uh, a place where they're growing like plants and like grass and stuff. Um, I don't really mm. know what for, but I just no. think it looks cool. Yeah, why did why did John David Washington need to wear a spacesuit inside it? Uh, I think it's because he was wearing his. Um, he had to open the doors, didn't he, to get all the soldiers out on the shuttle? He opened the airlock doors so that they all flew out. Was he not fine after that? Uh, yeah, but then you're not gonna. You know, you've got ten minutes. You're not gonna sit there and be like, right, better get <laughs> get into my comfies. You're probably gonna be like, right, I'm in what I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know, but it, it's, maybe I'm wrong, but Jimmy just looked like he was walking about the space station and being like, oh, I need to breathe, I can't breathe. But yeah, I, I think that, that's part and parcel with the panicked performance of it all, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. But he does have his helmet the end, off for a large The ending felt very rushed to me. I will say that. Oh, do you reckon? Okay. Yeah, like from, from fucking... Um, the army have the girl bomb. The army have the baby to... Yeah nomads all of that it all felt very quick i thought it felt mm. it felt like there was a lot of stuff cut out i think uh i'd be inclined to uh, maybe some stuff for the ai stuff but this was the, i mean they're I never going to tell us one way or the other but the, well, no. the the marketing and push for this movie and the, the desire of it was that it's a singular vision unchanged which there's always an emphasis of like there's always a little bit of bullshit around that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like stuff will have already definitely been. But I mean, you can have a singular vision, and but like fucking still edit stuff. Like what, no, what do you think was no missing? movie what felt wrong. There is not a single movie that has ever come out which is singular vision unchanged. That, yeah, that just that just does not exist. Okay, because. <laughs> yeah. No matter who you, there's st- always stuff you can lose in the edit room, and if there isn't, then you probably shouldn't make movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you should always look at something critically and be like, "Hmm, yeah, what can go now that it's all together?" 
Yeah. Um, so for, that's bullshit, but whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it just it just felt like very quick to me, but but like not in a good way. It felt like it it I don't know if it actually was this, but it felt like oh, two second shot of us in the car, and now oh, we're on the spaceship now, and now we're we're at Nomad oh, you mean, now. You mean them getting to Nomad? Yeah, it all yeah. it all just felt quite quick, really. There's definitely a convenience of it, of which mm. is like. I, I actually think a nice little some degree of like a chase sequence would have been quite cool there, like an elongated mm. stealth section. Yeah. Because um, I think, and, and they could have played into one of the strengths of this movie, which I think is John David Washington is, he's a great, he, his physicality is brilliant for like action mm. stuff. He's very like, I know, and again, for, for whatever your feelings are on Tenet, you don't like it, right? But like the, the fights where he grates a man's face with a cheese grater, like the fact that he's the smallest person in the room and like the mm. the ferocity of his punches how quickly he can run like sprinting for his life trying to get away from a building blowing up like he's a very good physical performer um and i think the movie could have benefited from putting him in more situations where he was i don't know looking looking a bit cooler like there there are moments where he has a standoff with a guy with a gun and like he shoots the guy but he's dropped to the floor there are other moments where he's like stunt driving a car and he's just contorting his entire body around to look around everywhere out of every window. Like, do, do, do you see what I'm getting at? Like he's very physically, I think he's quite gifted. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I don't know. I guess I, I, I don't really know. Is that, um, did you like the big bulky boys, the bomb boys? I the did. Little... Those were very fun. Actually. I did. those. I did like those quite a lot. They were quite funny the way they just like, uh, just like Godspeed, ma'am, and then just started running towards him. It's been an honor to serve you, and then just they ran into a, a conflict to explode themselves. Yeah, they were quite fun, quite um, you know, grim when you think about them, but still. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, but that's the larger point of the movie itself, isn't it? It's just... Also, for the whole fucking for the, the army and the military in the US to be like their whole thing is like, oh, no more robots. We hate AI. Hate AI. They sure have a lot of fucking robots. Yeah. Mate, they were, like their 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 combat vests are all very like mm. they they have a mech suit. They have a combat vest that is entirely made up of tech. Yeah, their, their guns work differently because they've they've got like some sort of it's a bit more Call of Duty futuristic sights on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah they have the they have the I mean it but that that larger point the bulky boy bomb boys that's the larger point of the entire movie right? It's just the the only use we can think of you is to give you sentient legs so that you can run somewhere and then explode. Also, how is that better than shooting a missile? <laughs> it's not. I don't know. Exactly. I don't quite. I think. I guess it's just to like get it's through so a barrage much, or something. It's so much slower and impractical. Just shoot a fucking missile. What <laughs> and are it you talks doing? to you before it goes. Exactly. It's on fucking legs, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> how is that better than a flying missile? That's so stupid. I yeah. Um, look, maybe they don't always have the infrastructure for the missiles, but I do. They have the infrastructure for a big fucking flying nuke machine. No, but they're then in they the back of the jeep, aren't they? So they're like, let's. Nah, look, we've, all we've got is a couple of these little RTB fucking RPG, types. fucking rocket launcher, whatever, man. Come on. I did think you'd like them. I like. I watched I like them again them. yesterday, and I was like, Nathan will like this design. I do like them. They're pretty fun, but they are stupid. <laughs> Um, all right. I don't know. Do you want to? Is there is there anything else that stood out to you? Like anything you can? No. Because a lot of the stuff I've got is mainly kind of stuff we've already touched on, like the larger themes of it all, like the the <clears throat> the, the the deep the debating of whether you know if if John David Washington and his wife's love is real, then why is an an AI that can also feel love? Why is that not real in comparison? That kind of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like we, we can get into it, but I feel like anyone that watched it kind of got... Those points weren't subtle. <laughs> like they were very much, this is the point of the movie. Why was his wife suddenly back at the end? What's going on there? I think I missed something there. So that that's the Torchwood death glove. Um, oh, so okay. you, you know when he went to see her in a coma and turned her off? Maybe. So um, when, when the woman who... The, when the military woman... She was like, she, she, oh, fuck, right. Gemma Chan had just been killed. She'd just mm. been turned off of life support. Yeah. And then 
the woman, the military woman came in and was like, I want to find out everything this woman knows about AI or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then put a chip in her head so that she could do the resurrection glove torchwood thing. Um, yeah. John David Washington grabbed that. And then on, um, on Nomad, there were like, where they'd obviously been experimenting with AI, I guess, to get AI to win the war for them <laughs> against AI. Um, that Stupid. was uh, Alfie put the chip in into an AI that was Gemma Chan based on right, Gemma Chan's okay. likeness. Yeah. So it, it was his wife in the way that it had all of her memories and feelings, but that's why she was alive again. Right. Okay. She wasn't alive. She was a robot. And I, and I also think that's again the larger point of he um he spends the entire movie being like I wish I could hug my wife again. I what I'd give for just one more moment with my wife. And then the movie also starts with him <clears> being like AI isn't real. It's just programming. It doesn't it's not real. It's not anything that's real or you should give give a fuck about. And then he ends the movie very happy that he can die in his wife's arms, who, by his own logic at the start of the movie, isn't real. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I quite like the ending. I, I do know what you mean about it feeling a bit... It does rush its way there. Um, but you've got yeah. some good performances. I think you've got the the goodbye, like the I love you in the, the, like the airlock of the escape pod thing. That's all very touching, I think. Um... Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I don't know. Like, again, it's just it's nothing groundbreaking. And it doesn't need to be. It, yeah. it 100% does not need to be. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I was a little let down by it. I was expecting more, really, from this that... movie. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I'd heard quite good stuff. You put this on my radar. You sent me the trailer for this. I hadn't heard yeah, of this. Yeah, and I and I thought it looked really good and seems really interesting. But yeah, I was just a little let down by it. I think mm. like there's there's good stuff in it and it's got it's got good ideas. I think it's just a bit, you know, a bit convoluted. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think it gets it it gets lost in its own ideas sometimes. I I agree with that. Yeah, and it gets mm. lost in I the it would. It would be more forgivable if the ideas it got lost <clears throat> in were not just taken from other things. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a movie that borrows a lot, and I people and have that's said fine, you can do that. Yeah, but and, then don't present yourself as this wholly original thing or whatever. And th- there, is, there is, there is kind of <laughs> like I, I do understand the concept of studios are obviously unwilling to spend a lot of money on it. The the whole reason this got made is because Gareth Edwards went to them and went eighty million, not two hundred million. Mm. like they wouldn't have even entertained a meeting at 200 million um but i do think there is an element of because it's not like an ip or it's not a proven franchise that the pitch likely would have have to have been like oh it's like district nine meets this movie it's it's Mm. they would have had in the pitch meeting for it and i guess producers interference throughout probably would have been like well, let's let's gear more towards this kind of idea. Let's look into this concept. Yeah. Just to try and be like, well, people liked District Nine. People liked, you know, other stuff. I'm I'm blanking on other examples, but like, they would have had to have made it's basically it's an original movie with some unoriginal ideas because that's the only way it was going to get made. Is if it reminded people of other stuff that they did like, if that makes sense. Mm. Um. But yeah, it's not perfect. It, it's it's not, but I, I like what it represents. And I don't think it's perfect in that regard. I think it's just a step in the right direction for making things whilst also treating people a bit more fair and also, like, it feels more long-term sustainable to do it this way rather than to keep yeah. blowing 200 million on stuff that doesn't even touch the sides. And reusing footage from... Real life tragedies. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but do, do you know what I mean though? Like this is it's a fairer practice that's been done. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, agree with that. Yeah, and I but um, I just don't think the end product is like. I don't know. I I would have loved this great. these practices. Don't get me wrong, it looks great. It looks fucking stunning. Yeah, I think, but just a bit of shit. No, it's it's, it's, it's a just... shame. No, but like it didn't perform that well because the mo- I don't think it didn't perform well because of the budget or the reasonings. I think it performed mm. well. I don't think it performed that well because people went to watch it and then word of mouth people were like, you can watch this at home. 
Yeah. Like it, it, cause it is something that you can easily just watch at home. Yeah. Um, it's not something that you need to rush out to the cinema to experience on the big screen. Like it, it, what I would have loved if this movie was slightly more better in the plot department. And then it really would have been heralded as this great, this is the way things need to be done. Look at this great yeah. concept that was made for not cheap, but a lot cheaper um, than people would have initially assumed. But yeah. 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 Overall. Cool. Glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it again. I, I liked it more on the second time round. I think. Mm. It's, it's one that like, I, it, there were some, there were some plot cracks that I, I was able to look at and be like, oh, okay, I guess that makes a bit more sense now that, now that it's clearly laid out for me. Uh, I am indifferent to the fact that I watched most of it. So <laughs> there we go. One day he'll watch the whole thing and you'll have a full. <laughs> I don't know if I will. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, have you got any little things? No. I have two. We'll be quick. Uh, first one is Ken Watanabe is great. I like him a lot. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's always good as this little sage old man that mm. provides you uh, nice wisdom. Yeah, he loves Godzilla. Uh, He's great in Godzilla. He's he's the one that says let them fight, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, and also the second one was what mm -hmm. accent is Gemma Chan doing? British, was it? Was just doing they, a regular I British thought accent. so when I first watched it. But I'm almost certain I picked up some like New Zealandish twangs. Oh, I didn't know. I just thought she was just doing a regular British. Mm. I don't know. I think maybe because she she does she's English, she has a British accent in Eternals, right? She is British, yeah. It's just a regular accent. Oh yeah, but she uses her her voice, her normal voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I need to. I'm not. I'm not watching the creator again in any time, but anytime soon. But there, I did mm. feel like there were like some New Zealand twangs creeping out here and there. Anyway, it's that point of the show where we recommend some stuff to each other. It could be something we've watched, read, listened to, or experienced. Uh, basically, anything we've done in the past week that we'd like to share with each other, uh, and to you, lovely listeners. Um, my recommendation this week is very simple, will require very little explaining, uh, and it is Connect Four, the game. Okay. <laughs> I I had I had a fairly like relaxed weekend, and you know <clears throat> you know when you do like I tidied the house, and then I was like I might play some games. Then I got bored of the games because I'd been playing them for like some time, and then I I kind of ran out of cool things that I wanted to do with my time off, and I went, do you know what? I want to play a board game. And I don't really like like Scrabble and stuff. I think they're like I don't it just it doesn't it's not as fun to me because I'm having to do a lot of thinking. I like the simplicity of a Connect Four where I'm just like it's a little visual puzzle for my brain. I'm gonna recommend a podcast called Still Got Legs. No, fun. no, you can't. Why not? That's an outrageous plug. We're not doing that. Fine. Um Also we'll plug it again in a minute. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but that doesn't help me now, does it? You're just using a slot. Go on, think of something else. What's the first thing you can see? My phone. All right, recommend your phone. I'll recommend my phone. <laughs> Nathan's specific. Everyone should go and get Nathan's phone. No, don't do that. What phone have you got? Why is that important? So that you're recommending people can go and check out that, that model number. I don't want them to know what, what phone. What is it, like iPhone... Like 14, I don't 15. want to know what phone I've got. Well, you're not like gatekeeping it. It's one of the I biggest like... phone companies in the world. <laughs> I like my privacy. <laughs> I'm right. not recommending my phone. <laughs> okay, well then, well then what are you recommending? Um, I'm recommending... Um, uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> the Super Bowl that's already gone. Yeah, everyone watch the... The Chiefs versus the 49ers, I think it was. I have no idea. I have no idea what goes on in the Super Bowl. Who who Football. did the halftime show? Usher. Usher. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would explain all the house, fall of the House of Usher memes I've been seeing. Probably. That makes some sense. Drop it all, I didn't even watch it. I, uh, nor did I. <laughs> the main thing Super Bowl is good for is all the trailers that come after it. Did you see the Apes trailer? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, it looks no. cool. That's a very cool one. No, I need to watch that. I didn't. I didn't see it. They're having a cool fight. It looks good. Uh, fuck it. I'll recommend. Um, no, I Any, have anything. I genuinely have nothing. What about a game? You played a game? I've only been playing The Last of Us. I've recommended that like three times. Um, what did you have for dinner? Nothing. 
<laughs> you have, you haven't not eaten anything in the last week, have you? I had a cup of soup yesterday. There you go. There you go. That's that then. I recommend a cup of soup. <laughs> Is all of that problem solving staying in as well? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> I recommend a cup of soup, everyone. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, if you have enjoyed the show, then please feel free to leave us a little five-star review. It'd be much appreciated. You can do that on your podcast platform of choice, but if you do it on Apple, you can write us a nice little message as well, which would be good. Uh, on Spotify, they're also doing a little question. They might ask you, how did you find this episode? We Again, we still have no idea where those go. Um, so you can either do that or not. Uh, you can also give us a little follow on Twitter. We are at Another Happy Pod. That's where you'll get post reminders for new episodes that go up every Friday at 10 a.m. It's also a place where you can suggest topics by following the link in our pinned tweets. No promises, because we've also just done one. We did one on The Thing last week. Uh, so go and listen to that if you want to know our thoughts on that. Nathan, we have another podcast as well, don't we? We do. It's called Still Got Legs. It's our Doctor Who rewatch podcast where every week we watch and discuss an episode of Doctor Who. And sometimes we do so for four and a half fucking hours. Um, so go check that out if you want. It's a good bit of fun. It is. It's a very long good bit of fun. Um, yeah. You can also get excited because next week we're going to be doing this. You all right? Yeah, I've got a flat tire. Take my bike. Hey, that is so kind. Thank you. I'm sorry I don't know your name. I'm, uh, I'm Felix. Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, I love you. I love, yeah. I love you. All right, cheers, Ollie. It's murder on the dance floor. Oh, it is Saltburn, yeah. That's the only thing I know about that movie. That is, it'd be hard not to know that about that movie. That movie has made that song very popular again. Uh, wahoo, it's not Mario. Nathan, do Wahoo, it's not Mario. Wahoo, it's not Mario. Nice. Right, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Didn't even say goodbye. You're done.